The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. You just fight. Be a dog. Get in it. Put it together, everybody. Nico Price. I'm talking about Mariah. Five more minutes, motherfucker. Let's go. Five more minutes. Mariah. This is yours. Who's the machine, Mariah? You're the machine. Let's show it. Show me this round. For your winner by unanimous decision, Mariah, the machine. It's. It's. All right, yeah, ladies I, and gentlemen, welcome to UFC Unfiltered, where once wait. again we have Henzo Gracie in studio, Jan Blahovich, and James Krause calling in, <laughs> no, even though Henzo looks like Marab. Wait a second, wait a second. Did they, was was Marab on there at no, all? No, it was Marab. I, I'm going to make sure I say your name right, because they didn't say it. Uh, du, uh, Close. Dual, uh, the, the V screws me up. Dual Vichelli. Close. Diwali Shwili. Diwali Shwili. Okay. Diwali Shwili. Get it's it, come I on. I want to say the V's messed me up. But no, Marab's thing was not in there. We also have Nico Price. No, wait. When, we, when this thing does air. The listeners won't hear that. So I'll you guys like will hear Marab in the opening. Right or wrong? Okay. So what I'm just saying right now, you probably think I'm just like, what's this idiot Jim Norton talking about? Leave this in, by the way. Yes, please listen, leave this in so they know what we're saying. They had the old intro. And uh, do not cut this out. We were saying how you guys screwed up. Not Bob. Bob's untouchable. Bob's untouchable. Everybody else screwed this shit up. Yeah. I heard Polish power, and I'm like, God, did Rob change his nickname? I, I didn't know what happened. We got the machine in studio. What, Marab, what a fight. I had the best seats in the house. Oh my goodness, Jimmy! By the way, a nice compliment for Matt, Dan, because uh, you, you were fi- you were fighting and you were in the corner. DC said while you were you were giving Marab corner <clears throat> instructions, and he said that no one is better than Matt Sarah at giving the right instructions and, and and saying the right thing and giving specifics. He really raved about how gr- you're literally the best at what you do. I, I love DC. Me and DC had such a good time when I did that show. With yeah, him. he's a good guy, so, right? So yeah, I think now he just likes me. He does, but he's right because we had such a fun show. Me, him, Mike Bisping, Lionheart, John, John Anik. They talked about doing that again. Yeah, but forget about that shit. Absolutely, I want to talk about this warrior. Yeah, Casey Kenny. What a great fight. Good job. Six. He was six and zero oh in the you. UFC. This kid. Yeah. And uh, uh, John Crouch is his is his uh, coach, so he's very uh, a reputable team. Uh, I respect John Crouch's guys because we know they always they're always prepared. Yeah, right, Marab. Yes, that, that he he fought also. Frankie Size is from there also, 
right? From John I, Crouch's I, team. Yeah, I think I so. I believe so. Uh, yeah. I hope I'm not I'm wrong not with sure. that. I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah. but. I'm pretty sure it is because me and Longo talked uh, about it. Okay. But uh, so we know, and we knew this kid was going to come prepared, but there's certain guys that we don't worry about, me and Longo. You know, Ally Quinta comes to mind because right. we know they're going to fight. Yep. Marab's one of them. We know, dude. We know he's we know he is coming to bring hell, and uh, he has cardio like I've never seen. It really is amazing. I was watching, and there was one point where you threw. I want to say it was three spinning back fists in the in the case of about fifteen seconds. Two with one arm, and then you spun around one with the other arm. You just you don't get tired. Yeah, I, of course my cardio is good, and then um, I am. I'm not thinking about the tire. I'm not thinking about cardio. I'm just thinking for show good fights, win, and I do everything for it. And yeah, I mean. there was one question I had for you too. There was a moment where you you picked uh, you picked Kenny up, yes. and he was right. over your shoulder, hanging behind you. Right. And when I, I remember, like I must think, why is he going to drop him? You didn't drop him behind on his head. Was it because you didn't want to break his neck, or you didn't want to give up your back if you fell on top of him? Um. Yeah, when I take him, uh, when I pick him up, um, I wanna make sure I, I, if I take him down, I stay on top and stay good position, and then he's very, very like, flexible, and I wanna make sure take my time and then like uh, take him down good position, and that's what I did. You know, I, I, I pick up, I control, and then I take my on my time. The down. way he put him down, I watched it the other day, and. It was deceiving if you were the guy on the back because he, I mean, Casey Kenny has a better wrestling credentials than Marab. Marab's MMA wrestling is different. His timing on his shots is uncanny. Yeah. It's just, it's just, it's just, I, in, in wrestling, you don't have to deal with going from striking to wrestling because you're in your fucking stance. Right. You're, so this guy might be a better wrestler. But, and it, so Marab knows when he had him in the air, if he just dumped him, they could be a scramble, and right. they should know Marab could be on uh, on yeah. bottom, exactly. or he could be back up. Yes. The way he's the way he put him down, yeah. oh, and then he he landed a couple shots right off the bat. Go ahead, Marab. Yeah, that's what happened. <laughs> exactly. Great. I want to take maybe maybe yeah. He was I believe he was better wrestler, so that's why it's a fight, and I want to stay good position, punch him, and that's what happened. But. But you have to know your cardio is so good. So it's kind of like a, almost, is it a strategy a little bit? Like try to get these guys into the later rounds because eventually they're going to get tired and you're not. Uh, yeah, I think so. I mean, um, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I always make sure my cardio, I push my cardio. I'm, I'm getting better and I need a good cardio. And then I think everybody needs cardio. But thank God uh, my cardio is good and... It helps me a lot. I don't. I don't have to think about the tire, and uh, I don't. I can go. I can. I can have a high, high speed. I think that'll leave it in when eventually when five round fights too. That'll be even a bigger advantage when when there's a five round fight. <laughs> Longo brought that up. Longo's like, we gotta get this kid in a five round fight. Imagine him in a round yeah. five, Longo. Because right. I mean, imagine if that fight was another two rounds. There was a. This, it, it's really. I was really, really amped up during this fight because a lot was going on. A lot was going on, and it, it was so awesome to see because you got to. This is it, Jimmy. With a guy like this, this kid like Casey Kenny, good kid, nice kid, and but confident, yeah. very confident. The kid, he there's certain guys that you maybe you feel you could break or maybe could break easy if things don't go their way. 
but there's certain guys you got to just beat down. You understand? Yes. And I seen him. Uh, I seen him all week long uh, from when I was there. I got a, and you get, and it was uh, uh, he had a confidence about him when he went in the cage. He he felt he was gonna win when that fight started. He was actually conquering the middle, looking to stalk Marab. Yeah. But you see something happening. It didn't happen immediately. It happened. I'm gonna say probably after they got back to the feet when Marab timed that takedown on him. Uh, he started this. Uh, his face started to change. Not just physically, some shots and stuff, but. There was starting this, this. Some doubt was creeping in. You could see that. Oh, I fuck! I I could I could smell it. And by the third round, between the second and third round, oh man! I just I was I remember just being like, "You're breaking him." I could just feel he's. I seen and Marab was just. He never sat down. Just fresh, happy, and so I knew that third round it was gonna be hell for this kid. Was it? And the judging too was. Uh, uh, I, I think uh, we were saying before, it was 30, 27, was it 30, 25? Yes. But then also 20, uh, 29, 28. 29, 28. I'm like, isn't yeah. it crazy how two judges can see yeah, it so right. differently? Like, yeah, that's, so that's two 10-8 rounds, right? To go 30. Yeah, I believe uh, so. Yeah, well, one, wow. yes. yeah, yeah, judges sometimes, they make, um, I don't know, crazy decisions. And I, that's why I don't want to leave a judge's hand, you know, because I make sure that's why I've been like, I make sure we ain't good, really. Show everyone to. Yeah. And Marab's record, if you look at Marab's record in the UFC, he could easily be undefeated. 100%. You know what I mean? Yeah. He never had an easy fight. Not that anybody does. But I, I, I will, and I don't say this because I don't cry about bad decisions, but I will always say that he, he won that Frankie Size fight. And I like Frankie. I think the guy was. It wasn't his fault. Yeah. I think. I think that they got that totally wrong. And nobody. Nobody could tell me different. I don't yeah. give a fuck. I, that's just how I feel. I feel he really. I never celebrate before the scorecards. Right. And on that, I remember after that fight, and this kid, he was fighting with like the fucking flu. He was sick, and he got and he got the record for like twenty seven takedowns. It was fucking insane. <laughs> uh, and I'm like, oh man, he, he got through it. I remember celebrating like already early. Like you win, you won your first thing. And he got he lost. I was like, you got to be fucking kidding me. But anyway, and then Ricky Simone, a fight, you saw that ended yeah. where he should, it was, you know, so it's like uh, he easily could be undefeated. Yeah. You know, so it's so exciting for what's next. I think I know who he wants next because he, he says it a lot. And I like the kid too, so I don't want to bring it up. Sure. Who do you, who do you, I know you want this kid for a while, so I know, but yeah. tell the world. Yeah, I want to fight with um, Sean O'Malley. I mean, he's he's amazing. He's a great fighter. And I want to fight with big names, a great fighter. And then I think he's he's going to be a good opponent for me. He has an opponent now. Then it doesn't, it doesn't matter if has a fight lined up. Yes, he's fighting, I think, in two weeks. Um, and then, yeah, I think after this, if he wants, I'm, I'll be ready. Yeah, I think. And I just fight. Yeah. He has a fight in two weeks. So that would be great. Are, you, are you ranked right now? I just checked. They just uh, mm, uh, uploaded, it, but no, I'm I'm not. Because that's gonna wait, be you're not ranked. You're not ranked now after your last yeah, fight. Yeah, I, yeah, I was, Are you sure? Yes, I checked. I just the checked. Fuck is that about? Yeah. What was what was Casey Kenny ranked? He was 14 and number. He was ranked 14. Now he's not a ranked because he lost. Yeah, I, and mean, then, I mean, and then he's not a rank. The new guy, somebody's in the top 15 now. Oh, that's unusual. That is unusual. Yes. But I mean, all right, we need a, we need another body. It is funny. Like, you want O'Malley now. 
what what is it about him? Just his style, his popularity. What is it? Yeah, he's undefeated, and I love fight with undefeated guys. Yeah. He, he's good, good fighter. Everyone, yes. everyone likes his fight, and everybody thinking he's. I mean, he's good, really good. Yeah. I want to shock the world like you shock the world. <laughs> <laughs> so and I want to stop him, and I want to win. I want to challenge myself, and uh, you know, against good guys. He's undefeated. He's good. He's. I think. Yeah. You're in a tough spot though, because. Because you're such a tough fight for guys that it's it's like if you're not right, they're like, what's there's no advantage for a guy to fight you because it's going to be a nightmare and they can only lose ground. Like there's no advantage for a guy other than the fact that you're a, a rising star. It's hard to be as good as you are right before you get ranked because guys are scared to fight. Or not scared, but they're, right. you know, they're, they're hesitant yeah. to fight an unranked guy because for them it's like, Jesus Christ, this guy is, 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 is making everybody... Uh, go three rounds. Everyone, everyone has to really fight for three rounds with you. I mean, well, I mean, I mean, we're gonna have to start demanding shit yeah. though because he's winning fights. This is how many in a row now that you won. How many did you win in a row now? Three, three, three in, in a row. row. And like I said about those other two, you know what I mean. So uh, right. you know, it's and not to mention the guy he fought to get in the UFC was a guy that you know, I'm looking for a fight that Dana wanted to specifically fly in to watch fight. You know what I mean? This guy never had an easy fight. Yeah. You know, I remember some of your fights on the amateur circuit too that were fucking tough dudes. Yeah. I mean, Marab, when did you know, like right out of the womb, when did you know you were made for this? Because you're made for this, for fighting. When did you know that this was your calling, that you were made for this? Was fighting? Yes. He always loved fighting. When even when I was little, um, I was like, if I, if I see somebody did something wrong, I was just I don't know instinctively like from instinct I was punching. Like <laughs> I was fighting. But once I, I and when I was like twelve, I started like, judo. Like and then yeah, I going seriously. I focus and then once I like I was training every day and I was going home tired. And I stopped the street fights and school fights and no more. And but I always love a fight. And but you know the b judo was biggest sport in my my country, like martial arts, like it was biggest sports. And um, and after like 2008, they changed the rules in judo. Like you cannot grab any more legs. And uh, yeah, my style was like grab the legs and take him down. <laughs> <laughs> Why did they change that rule? Do you know? I don't know. It's an Olympic sport, and then they wanna always like a change, make like uh, look good for like yeah. everybody, and then. But my style, like I cannot f wrestling anymore. Like and my dream was Olympic to be Olympic champion, yeah. and like once they changed, and I, you know, I, 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 I was sure I cannot be Olympic champion because I, you know, I, I cannot do new rules. You have yeah. to change your style to be as effective. Yeah, yeah. right. So. And uh, after, and I started thinking about fighting, and uh, that was um, like some some tournaments my country like uh, fighting, and I wasn't training kickboxing or any martial. I just go, I when I I just go to the you know, fight without training, and one day I I it was three three fight, and I with all three of them. So with no training, no training, but it, I I have a shoes on like wrestling shoes on, <laughs> and, yeah. and this was uh, what kind that of fight was, was this? That was like it's MMA rules. It's it, that was MMA, but in a ring. Ah, yeah, yeah. And how did you feel with when it came down to the punching? And the striking. I was I was striking like instinct, like like a 
like a street, I don't know, like street fighter. Yes. And then, but my my judo background helped me, like to take down. And yeah. Stand on top, but I was <laughs> fighting like a like from instinct, you know. And did, then, yeah. After that, did you find a striking coach? Did you find? Yeah. After that, um, a couple of months later, yeah, I I I go to some uh, MMA gym and I try to training there, but we wasn't training like a like we training here like yeah here, like in whatever I, and then and i was training and i was fighting and um um in georgia i win like um, 10 amateur match yeah and then after yeah after um three three georgian champions in mma like they who, who looks good in championship like georgian guys like three different weight class they 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 help us to like bring come here United States to fight amateur amateur title, and I win the uh, when we come three guys. Uh, we first fight was in North Carolina. Okay. And then yeah, we changed the three flights, no sleep, but uh, so I win title, and I go back uh, Georgia, and every that was big deal for my country, <laughs> and we win title. In USA, like um, it doesn't matter amateur bro, but they were so happy. They they show us on TV, and after I wanna come, I wanna come to USA. I wanna my dream was UFC, and um, uh, and uh, I at this time I was in army, like in, in Georgia. It's necessary to you gotta go one mandatory. Year. Yeah, yes, oh. uh, yeah. I was in army, and I finish once I finish army. And I come by myself in uh, uh, New York. I moved New York, and I moved to the, my friend. And um, I was living with my friend, and then that was how my friend was power lifter. He don't know MMA, <laughs> MMA people, nobody. And he found the whatever he was living. He he found the, the kickboxing gym close to my house. And I was walking, kickboxing gym and training there, but wasn't good training. Coach wasn't good. And then I was depressed. I said, I, I was training better in Georgia. Why I moved here? Your, your dream. Your dream was going to shit. Your dream, right? <laughs> yeah. You're like my dream in the UFC and you were yeah. with this. I, yeah, <laughs> that, was, that was bad. I was depressed. I, I, I was going gym. And uh, I was training with girls, ladies, um, the old people, and the punching bags only. And that's I was... where I would like to train: <laughs> old people, <laughs> ladies, and punching Jimmy bags. Jimmy wants that. That's Jimmy's dream. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed, also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. All right, Marab, 
He you were, he's you were, at, you were at this shitty school. Let's yes. go back to that. <laughs> and there was a bunch of old ladies bunch and women. Attractive women? Every kind of one. All right, yeah, some attractive well, women. Rob is so nice, he can't even tell you that these ladies weren't attractive. They were ha- awful. Yeah, he's a, he's a very nice person. <laughs> they were awful. So go ahead, yeah. Marab. And so then how, because I like to know, because I know you came, you went to Longo's first and then you came over. How did you find the great Ray Longo? Yeah, so, and yeah, like I said, that was, whatever, whatever I training, that was crazy. I was like, I was depressed. It, it, I wasn't training, so I I need to wrestling somebody. I need to grappling, and like real training, like you know. And then I was punching only bags. So and and I was I I started to looking um, the gym like a grappling or and we don't know anything. So we was living in um, a Long Island, but we 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 we, we search me and my friend David. Oh, David! Yes. Oh, David's a yes. fighter also. Yes. Great is, guy. Yeah, professional. Looks fighter. like the freaking Hulk. Oh, yeah. yeah, what weight is he? Two five. Two five. Oh, yes. So and we search and we found <laughs> the um, Hazel Gracie's gym. Oh, that was great. And then we we go there and then we used to be go uh, Thursday and Saturday, uh, Thursday morning and Saturday morning to like get the good training. But that was hard from Long Island go all the way Manhattan. To the city, yeah. Yeah, we 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 was just new immigrants yeah, and then. But and um, uh, David used to be have a, like uh, like three years ago before like he has a um, he he has a fight be- with uh, Eddie Eddie, Tr- Eddie Truck Gordon and uh, Truck we, yeah, our guy we, Truck ah. you know Truck yeah. yeah so and then the Ray Longo we know Ray Longo from from there he he he's a coach good coach and and then David walk in and he said hey how nice to see you this is me david uh, member with my fault your guy and then ray said oh really where do you guys live i said we're living in uh, new hyde park wow it's it's i have a gym there close oh and then that's where i found it and he said you can you guys can come training with us and uh, of course like next day i go i go with the, my bicycle <laughs> to, wait, How far was it? wait, hold on a second. Yeah. Your bicycle, and I'm from Long Island. Yeah. It's not that far by car, but right. by car, by car, it's probably around 20 something minutes, right? Maybe more? Yeah, but. How I far mean, by pro- bike? Uh, that, that wasn't far, like only 15 minutes. Oh. No, wait, by bike, 15 minutes? Um, New Hyde Park? Maybe, New Hyde Park, maybe. Okay. Minutes, maybe. maybe all right. Yeah, well, yeah. listen, Sorry. this guy, it's also yeah. Marab on this bike. <laughs> With me on this maybe, bike, I don't, I, you know. So now we're sidetracking like, the story. Yeah. He's telling the story and we're going, but what lane were you in? And then once, <laughs> go ahead, Marab, go yes, ahead. So, and then I go with my bicycle, <laughs> maybe 20 minutes, maybe I can be wrong. Go ahead. So, and once I walk in and people are so nice and like uh, so many party partners and coaches, of course, Ray Longo is great, he's, he's awesome. And after, once I walk in, and I, I'm so happy, and then now still, I'm still training with them. I'm happy, and then they change me, and I learn everything from them. And now, I mean, like I'm like, I don't. Want, I mean, this is amazing. Like I have a best team now. Oh, why man. New Hyde Park? Like of all the places, like you come to the states. I'm always amazed. Why does somebody land in the place they land in? Yeah. So, what brought you to New High Park? Was you knew people there? Or? Yeah, my friend was living there. Oh, and, okay. Uh, yeah, so and I moved to him. I was living with my friend, uh, and uh, because like I, when I come, I don't speak English. I don't know no one, and uh, yeah, I, I, I was living with my friend, uh, 
and he was from Georgia originally, but he, he was living here a long time. So how is Ray, when you don't speak English and you're you're training with Ray Longo or Matt and they're trying to give you instructions, yeah. is somebody interpreting it or is it more of a visual? Like 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 with Matt, I remember when I met Matt, <laughs> even though I don't speak um, language, he he some kind somehow he found the way to like <laughs> like talk to you like body language yeah. and he's he's tried to speak slow and then he make sure and then like <laughs> and then also when even you don't speak English you listen you have, you like you have like more focus and you understand you get some you know you it's Matt, Matt speaks it's the amazing. language of violence Matt uh, everyone in violence understands Matt do we have Nico Price okay we do have Nico okay it's amazing how great your English is now yeah. It's amazing. No, from the last time he was here. I'm fascinated with it's amazing learning foreign languages. I, I hate these glasses. I, I'm so terrible at learning foreign language. I have no ability to do it. Hey, Nico! Oh, there he is. Hey, buddy. I see you, Nico. Where is he? I got to see him. Yeah, what's up there, Samurai? Could he see us? Yeah. Oh, he can too. He's got the fucking... What's going on, buddy? I can't wait to see you fight again. Hold on, you're sideways now. You're sideways on us. Let me try to look at you in the face. It the is fuck crazy. Am I looking I at? Get a picture of this. It froze on you sideways and with a kind of a, a silly face on. That's better, Nico. Boom. Finally. Boom. We yeah. got it. Nico's the only guy to finish two people. The best fighters on the planet in the UFC finishing them with strikes. Yeah. From his back. From his back. Hold on a second. This is a fucking. I'm. You can't hear it. I'm hitting the applause button for you. It's fucking impressive, man. Yeah, man. It's a blessing. And I'll tell you, man. Even in the last one, which didn't go your way, you were in that fight, dude. You were throwing some fucking heat in that fight. Oh, the Jeff Neal fight. Yes, yes. Was the last fight. We yeah. were just watching it. No, I was trying to put uh, Vic to sleep in my hands. I didn't think it was gonna be with a kick. <laughs> yeah, well, you. How hurt were you in that fight too? Because you've had a. I mean, you, again, you're fighting guys that really hit too. Were, were, were you hurt at, at any point down there uh, uh, when Vic was on top of you? No, he didn't hit me. You. Oh, so you were okay. Oh yeah, I was wide and awake, chilling, waiting for the opportunity, and then it came really quick. And Jeff Neal, um, even because that was a that was a back and forth, and you were on your and I, and again, I know he you were getting hit. But were you still defending yourself when they stopped it? I remember them like, that would seemed a little bit soon, but I could have been wrong because of the angle. No, I was uh, getting out of the way of the punches, but, yo, know, man, Dan's a, a veteran. If he says he saw something, what the hell am I? Yeah, man, Nico's a good guy. Nico don't He's like that. No, we, we need those guys to stop us. We're stupid, bro. We'll fight until we're one arm, one eye, you know? Like, we'll get out there and just, ah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> No, I think Dan, after the fight, I went and talked to him. I was like, look, I'm sorry if I yelled or said anything. I was like, but, you know, I was just excited. But I understand. Thank you. Yeah, they are looking out for you. And that was why uh, Mario, I think uh, Yamasaki got so much... Uh, I hope I'm saying his, his last name correct, where Dana gave him so much shit because of the uh, Cachoeira fight against Valentina, where he was like, I'm letting warriors be warriors. And it's like, no, you're supposed to protect them from their own instinct. lose brain cells. It's true. You know, a fight that I, I always thought would be interesting is uh, it, be, before the other night, it, well, I was uh, Nico Price, and I always think about him versus Diego Sanchez would would be an interesting fight. But then 
Not the, now, it wouldn't. Right? I mean, you know, isn't that... Now, I want to get your take on that. Before the fight that we just witnessed last week with him and Michelle Pereira... Michelle. Michelle Pereira. Michelle Pereira. Pereira. I said his last name, right? Pereira. Yeah, yeah, close yeah. enough. Close <laughs> enough. Before that, before that fight... You would have. Would you agree with me? It would be. I would be psyched to see you versus Diego, but the way yeah, he fought. Talk to me. It Nico. was weird. So weird. Like he wasn't doing anything. He wasn't like really initiating much. He had, he didn't use any of his wrestling, which is how he would have beat the guy who jumped seven feet in the air. <laughs> you know, hold hey. him down. He can't do his jumping stuff. What do you? What's he gonna do to you? Wait. Now that I even think about it. I mean, listen, you got to take care. You got Muslim ahead of you. We're going to get to him in a second. That guy's, we don't look past him. No. But what the Never. fuck? What about what about Nico Price versus fucking uh, Michelle, Michelle, Michelle Pereira? You know, that is so hilarious because I was offered him. Oh. I turned him down. Oh, why? I him. Why? I wanted Jeff Neal. Yeah, oh, I see that. Oh, like, you took right Jeff Neal. I said, come on, man. Let me get somebody like. Somebody who's gonna fucking really test me. Sorry, my language. Yeah, it's okay. But no, like, say fuck. Wanna, yeah, I want a hardcore motherfucker coming. Yeah, at me. someone we knows hard. Yeah. And then they gave me Jeff, and I was like, Dude, blessings, you know. And yeah. I, hey, I lost that fight, but that fight is my favorite fight. Really? Who the hell gets a double knockdown in a fight? Come on, man. We punched <laughs> each other so hard, we both fell. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> Yeah, no, it was fun. We were watching it before. It was a fun scrap, man. And it made me so much more comfortable in there. And the Tim Means fight, you know, we had Tim on the other day, too. Uh, that was such an entertaining I love fight. That guy. And, and it was obvious you loved him because you showed him a lot of respect and you were, you, were, you were really landing on him. And then his left started doing a lot of damage. It was back and forth. And then you dropped him with that right. I mean, but he's a great yeah. case of what a veteran does. When he's hurt, like he was able to, because I think you should have put him away sooner if life was fair, but he's so good. He was able to actually yeah. hold you off and, and get a hold of you. He took me down and then he held me there long enough to recover. And then he got back, let me up and then he started piecing me up for a little bit. But then I found my rhythm again and caught him. Boom, boom. Yeah. And what did you say I to him after? I my rhythm when I'm like dazed. It's so weird. <laughs> yeah. Why is that? Because you're thinking a little bit less than just your instinct? It's probably just more instinct. Yeah. Yeah, you're a fun guy to watch. Have you? Re- you've not been to a third round yet. Uh, not in UFC. I think I've barely made it to a second round. So a second round in the UFC. Now, does that obviously you know your cardio, and I'm sure you have excellent cardio. But does that ever concern you? Like, like when yeah. like Stipe fought Francis, and all of a sudden he was able to take him very deep, and it's like, whoa, the guys might get tired. Have have? Are you yeah. a little worried about that? Come get some. Five <laughs> You know, you know what's funny? I'm pretty sure it was Bilal Muhammad. Bilal's a good dude. Yeah, he was on in. We were talking about fights, and I think he was talking. We were talking about Nico Price, and he's like, "I don't know the guy's like a weird dude to train for." Because I think one of the trainers was like, "Nah, we don't want that guy." He's a. How do you train for that guy? Yeah. He's just, it's hard to get guys to mimic what what Nico does in there. Where are you, Nico? I, I had to get out of the damn truck. Oh, okay. All right. Where, where are you headed now? Right. I'm just. I'm at the Fresh Market. I was getting some lunch after boxing. You know, my brother, he just got surgery on his knee. Oh, So I got to go check him out, see how he's doing. Oh, shit, man. And I I'm feel I'm a weight session and stretching session tonight at the house. Oh. And you're on uh, April the 11th while you're still here because we keep dro- dropping out. Uh, Fight Night 172 in Portland. 
Uh, you, uh, you're fighting Muslim uh, Salikov. And, and the amazing thing, that's that's uh, Walt Harris's return uh, to fight yeah. Overeem. So that's a, that's a big night. I know a lot of people, yeah. even if you like Overeem, you want to see Harris at least have a, a good fight and be successful. 100%. I mean, Harris, I, I've known Harris for years, man. Uh, since before I was in the UFC training over at American Top Team, I met, I got to meet a lot of great people over there. That's part of the blessings of going to that school is you get to meet a lot of great champions and learn a little trip. And uh, Harris, man, is always happy. He's just a good guy, and my heart goes out for him and his family. And we talked to you briefly about uh, Diego. Just in general, I want to ask you about, do you understand, like, how, do, are some guys caught up, do you think, where th things aren't going their way and they meet somebody and that person makes them feel like they can do anything and, and how they can kind of get caught following one person as opposed to a team? Um, yeah. So, like, I understand that, but I'm also in the same boat as Diego because I also left my teams. I left the American Top Team. And I left the team that I actually created. I helped create futures. So now I'm sort of like a lone star and I train at multiple gyms. So it's possible to do it, you know, but you have to have the right mindset. And um, not to, I'm not dissing Diego because Diego is one of my all time favorites, but Diego's been fighting for so long, man. It's It becomes a health issue. Like, he has to start thinking of his health because I've also heard him talking before. So. You know, like, yo, we all got time, man. And the only one undefeated is Father Time and God. So good luck with that. And you, you said you, you're bouncing around a little bit. Uh, is there any, is it in any way make you feel a little bit like uh, disconnected? Or what, what are the advantages and what are the disadvantages to bouncing around like that? Um, I really don't have any disadvantages that I have now because I've created the atmosphere around me. Um and I, I don't let negativeness in. The second negativeness is here, goodbye. You won't hear from me again. And uh, so I just, I, everything around me is positive. You know, and if it, like I said, the second you start getting negative or something gets crazy or something goes wrong, look, man, I'm sorry, but if you're affecting my mental state, I, that's the biggest part of me is my mental state. And if you mess that up, then you're messing with my career, so I'm out. Yeah, word. I'm with you, man. I hate negativity, Jimmy. I fucking hate it. it. I guess no. you're training. Like, being a good person is a really big part of it, too, because, man, I'm not the best person, but, like, you know, I try to I try to live a, a good life, a godly life, and I try to be an example for my kids, and I try to do – I do it, try to do it by the book. So, like, anything that ever comes out negative about me is hilarious. Like – Cause I do. I try to be the best person possible. I walk around with smiles on my face. Like, ah, yeah. I just don't get this. Like the sport confuses me because, dude, when we're in the UFC, we made what we we're, we've been trying and grinding for, and then the, half the time these dudes look so angry. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> at the wins, they just look so pissed at life, like they hate themselves. And I'm there. You, you see me, man. I'm over there, like, two-stepping and dancing like I am in the middle of the street right now. Yeah, so, like you are in the cage. You're happy in the cage. Yeah. Dude, when I'm in the cage, is the only time I feel normal. Like, when I'm <laughs> not in the cage, I'm, I feel like a whack job. Like, people look at me funny, but when I'm in the cage, it's a uh, come get some. You know, they, yeah. you see the true me. They might still look at you funny, though. The way you fight <laughs> is fucking awesome, though, in a good way. 
in a, you're, yeah. you're, you're a unique guy, Nico Price, and that's a good thing. You know what I mean? Because you don't that's have to, you don't have to, and you're good on the mic. You know why? Because you're yourself. You're not trying to be anybody different, and people can see that. And the way you fight, you could be actually shitty on the mic, and you'd still get a lot of fans. Because yeah. you're, exci- <laughs> you're an exciting dude, man. That's hilarious. You know? So, hey, how yeah, did, man. Go ahead. No, no, I, I was late. I'm sorry. No, I was going to say Muslim, man. How did this fight come about with him? Because this is no walk dude, in the I've park. I've been smashing the Twitter, the Instagram. You wanted all this. That just to get a fight. I need something. I'm hungry. It didn't matter you know, who. And it doesn't matter. I'm a wolf, bro. I'm a dog. Come get something. <laughs> I'm here. Hey, all I know is whenever they see my name on that list, they better be fucking training because I don't play no more. He's I told you I create it. my atmosphere and it's all positive and I'm coming to wreck. I don't I, care how many. How good of a kickboxer you are. Woo-hoo, come on. I know you spin, bro. I can spin too. Watch. <laughs> you see? Hey. You see? Hey, you saw what happened to Jeff when you got crazy. I yeah. can spin too. I can throw those spinning back fists. How? So let me catch you. <laughs> you're well, a boy. You're now the- I'm stronger. I'm faster. Yeah. And I, I don't stop. Like, you, yeah. I'm not stopping until you stop moving. How are we two? We're in the locker room. You're fighting. There's two fights before you up. You know you're on in two fights. How are we doing in the back normally? Trying to keep it together? I'm trying not to be this guy. Like, ah! (laughs) I'm sitting there. I'm I'm meditating. I got the classical going in my head. I'm, I'm, I'm present. That's what I am. I'm in the moment. I'm ready. Whatever comes at me, it better be ready because I'm aware. And dude, I want to go right now. He wants to go right now. Watch. Are you <laughs> are you a guy that can sleep before a fight? Because I'm always fascinated by guys that can doze off, dude. Uh, be, right, you know, an hour before they have to fight. I just want to know if he can sleep oh, in yeah. general. <laughs> Do you sleep yeah, in general? Yeah, normally. Uh, you normally so, sleep like, well. Well, I started using that new massage gun thing. Oh, uh, Longo's got that I thing. Great. <laughs> yeah, huh? What do you do? You run it over? Just like you just kind of run it over your muscles? I don't. Apply my chiropractor to every fight with me uh. to make sure that my body is in sync and tuned, and uh, he'll go through my whole body with the massage gun because you know they know all the anatomy and yeah. what's right and what's wrong. So I let him run through, and I just whatever he's doing, I'm just biting down. Ooh! <laughs> the next day, dude, I feel like I feel like God put His hand on my shoulders and said, "You're gonna win." Ah, well, we're looking forward to seeing this uh, April the 11th against uh, Muslim Salikov, and that is, of course, the Walt Harris uh, Alistair Overeem fight that has been re- uh, rescheduled for when it was canceled the first time. So, in Portland, maybe we'll talk to you before then. Uh, but if not, man, good luck, and we'll hopefully talk to you right after. Yeah, Nico. Thank you guys so much. We you guys are awesome. We need you in studio. Dude, I dude, let me know. I would love to. If you ever you in New York, I'm gonna be up there. I might get on your stage and start dancing on the table over there. <laughs> <laughs> well, whenever you're in New York, so, open invitation. Definitely. Yeah, don't don't put dubstep on because I'll fist pump the night away. Hundred <laughs> percent. All right, Nico. <laughs> Thanks, Nico. Thanks, Nico. All right, guys. All the best, God man. Bless. Thank you, guys. Thank right, you, take Nico. Care, man. Oh man, I like dude. I Where like is he? Where is he training? I think I'll, I'm not sure. A lot of places. That looked but, like uh, 
He's, he's funny. No? He's a wild man. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Marab, get back to that shitty jail. You found Longo, and now you're with us, man. Now you're with us for good. And you and Aljo Sterling have a great relationship, very good friends, and very good training partners. Marab evolved as a fighter, uh, especially in the grappling realm. Tell me, tell us about Aljo Sterling and yourself. Aljo is monster. Even <laughs> I remember first first sparring with Aljo. Uh, um, I tried to. I used to be like wrestling a lot, like you know, in a, in a fight. And I tried to wrestling him. He like I don't know. He did. Um, he he. Ta- <laughs> I tried to shoot him. And he take me down. Stand up. Choke me. I'm like, wow. I'm like this guy. Is something else. Like. <laughs> And, and um, yeah, after this, uh, I, I, you know, Aljo made me better, better. I, I'll, you know, uh, I was, I was fighting from instinct, but Aljo, Aljo, I mean, Aljo, because I'm sparring with Aljo, and then my technique goes much, much better. And uh, he's, he's monster. I don't know, he's gonna be, no, nobody can stop him. I think he's, he's something else, something high level, something. And um, yeah, I mean, like everybody say, my cardio good, but when I sparring with Aljo, and that's where I only time I I'm t- I'm getting tired. Oh, he does wear out. But yet, if you hear Aljo on Joe Rogan's podcast, the, uh, Joe Rogan was what he was he asking what he did for uh, his cardio. He goes, Marab. He goes, that's what I do. I I, sp- I work with him, and he goes, just trying to survive with him is just you know it's just and he just doesn't get tired. It's fucking insane. No, Longo's like, he'll <clears throat> have a sparring session with Marab, but then he'll do like six rounds before the fucking session. <laughs> He's like, what the fuck? And then he'll spar. He spars all day long. It's crazy. That's such that's such a gift to be to be able to do that. Like, I mean, I know you could improve it and work on it, but there's, I could never, and I'm 51, I'm an older man, but there's nothing I could do to ever make myself have even decent cardio for a 51-year-old. So I'm fascinated with anybody who can do any type of exercise for more than 10 minutes without did complaining. You, now, I know you work hard, but did you always have the cardio? Always? Are you asking me? No, Jimmy. Um, <laughs> I'm asking Marab. Yeah. Um, I think, I mean, yeah, I used to be have a good cardio, but my cardio definitely going better and better. Yes, I try to um, push much, push much as possible, and then get get got get better. You know. What's when the I, biggest difference? Oh, sorry, man. Yeah. The biggest difference between life here and life in Georgia. 
Yeah, in Georgia, um, everything it's small country. Everything is a little bit easy here. It's like like everybody work. Nobody has time. It's big bills, and I, I mean, it's, I mean, I don't know. You make a lot of money, but you spend maybe more. In Georgia, like everybody help each other, and it's so easy life, different. It's um, it's a quieter life. Uh, yeah, and. Um, um, it's I don't know. It's big deep man. Mentally, we are in Georgia. We are lazy because we don't have like too many things. I mean, too many things to do. We don't have to. Yeah, we we live in simple country. life. Yeah, simple. simple. Yeah, but here you gotta be like, you try to like uh, move good place, have a better house, better car, Shit. and then like and then tell me about it's it. Never, <laughs> never, <Tax>. never <laughs> like you. Yes, and. It's, in Georgia, it's like, I don't know, you have, I mean, for me, it, that was first time, that was hard, uh, like, uh, because you move here, you don't know no one here, it's different mentality, everybody work, you, like. Everybody's moving fast and just yeah, going play, yeah. Yeah, so in Georgia, everybody recognizes you, everybody, if you need the help, it's no problem, and you you live with family, and here, you gotta be like, you gotta be, you gotta work hard. Was it a small town where you were living, or a big community? I, in Georgia, home? I where used to be. I, I born in. Um, it's a villages, uh, but I moved when I was nine year old. I moved to capital city. Oh. Yes. So and it's like um, in my capital city lives like um, maybe two two million. Do you miss it, or do you kind of have you adjusted to life here, and you kind of um, like this? Right now, um, right now, when I go to back to Georgia, it's uh, it's good, beautiful. I have a best vacation there, but uh, it's slow and you get I, bored, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah but now I, I like here. Yeah, I like to keep myself busy. I'm, I have more uh, more schedule. I mean, uh, I mean, I'm I'm busy. I'm training hard, and I'm more focused and. Uh, um, I you know I'm young, so I wanna I wanna I don't wanna be I don't wanna relax now. I wanna be you know. Yeah, when you're out. older, you can go there and relax. Yeah, live. when I will be like maybe thirty it, years old, I will go and make. How some, old are you now? Uh, Twenty nine. Twenty. Oh, okay. Did you say when you're thirty? No, maybe when I'll be like sixty. Oh, I thought you said when I'm thirty. Oh, thirty. I thought you said I'm thirty years old. I'm like, oh, I didn't know you're that young. No. Oh yeah, that's that's what you do. You just because New York makes you think. Because everyone is moving so quickly here uh, that it just like you feel terrible if you're not doing something. So it motivates you right. to work and to and to always push. He always puts yeah. stuff on his Facebook and his and his Instagram when he visits his country, and it's beautiful, man. It really is beautiful over yes. there, and the people. The, I mean, I know Marab, his buddy David, his buddy Zuka. The, the, is it? I don't know if it's a coincidence. They're all the nicest people ever. These Georgians. I'm like, that is so nice, man. Everybody loves this dude, uh, Jimmy. I mean, yes. people say that about people. Sure. I don't think he has one enemy in the world. You ever have, you have an enemy, Marab? No. Everybody loves this guy. <laughs> Everybody. It's amazing, Marab. He's this brings in such a good energy. Yeah. Yeah, it's Thank amazing you. to Thank be, you. because, <laughs> you know, to, to, especially to be fighting. And, and that's such a hard sport. And yet still everybody has nothing but nice stuff to, like, you know. People I'm, like I mean, me, but I have a lot of people that yeah. think I suck. That's not true. Fighters, fighters. We are most safe people. We are humble because we working hard. We know, we know, we respect, we respect opponent. We fight, but 
um, it, this is sport and then we are we are hard workers so and then when you're working hard make that hard works make you makes you humble so most fighters i know you're right they are they're very humble yeah. guy but more i like ufc fight mma guys much more than i like boxers much more than i like other athletes right. i found uh the guys in mma are the most humble and the most down to earth uh, of all the athletes I've ever interviewed. Yeah, I think so because like some some UFC fighters, they have a lot of money, they have big names, but they still humble. They like you know because well, they working hard. <clears throat> I want to know what do you do when you're not training? Cause you're, dude, I do comedy. I, I, oh, not you, Jimmy. Apologize. Once, once sorry, again, it was for Marab. I'm sorry, I'm Jimmy. I want to know. I want to know when you're gonna fucking start training. Well, but that's a different question for another day. Uh, Marab, yeah, I can't see you playing video games like I do. Yeah. I I can't see you sitting down, relaxing, and watching TV. <laughs> do you watch a lot of TV? No, I don't watch TV. Do you TV. own a television? No. Jesus. no. Really? I, I, I used to be watch TV and like shows in my country, but once I move here, I stop it because... Uh, I, I, you know, like when you move new immigrant, I started work construction, and I was busy, and I was training work all day, and training... <clears throat> training one 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 training but good training and i stopped watching tvs and every time i have i was trying to date girls <laughs> <laughs> you're training at night i train at night after work yeah so and um yeah right now like if um after i mean i'm getting bored you know like i um yeah i um even like even I have a lot of friends here in New York. It's a lot of Georgian friends. Even now I have, of course, like my gym friends or our American. I met like so many good people here. I have even I have a lot of friends. Still, it's everybody works, everybody busy, everybody with own family. So and I don't like to stay alone, my home and whatever. And if I have time, you know, after training or whatever, I try to work. You know, work. It's still, still work. work. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Or date some new East girls. And date some new girls. <laughs> yes. That, that. Wow. Is is the word getting out back home? Do they are they they have to they know about you because hey listen, not for nothing, Jimmy. Even besides the UFC, uh, he, I remember Longo tell me like, and he told me too. But Longo goes, yeah, one day he goes, yeah, Marab said, yeah, I'm going away uh, for the weekend. Uh, I'm going to Korea. I'm gonna go fight in a world sambo. Championships and who said that? Fucking Marab for the what yeah. you fight in the world? What? Yeah, well, it was world championship. It's 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 once in a year and only one guy from one country. Yeah. And it was the world Sambo championships. Championship, yes, world champ. And what did you rank in that? What did you get? How did you do? I I, uh, I win four matches. I yeah. seen them. <laughs> yeah, I don't cut weights. I go like my natural weights. You know, usually MMA, I cut twenty pounds to go like fight with my size guys, and that's what they do. Sambo guys, they cut like fifteen, yeah. twenty pounds too. And they, if you've seen this, Jimmy, he looks half. He's got everybody's smart. fighting's bigger than him. Yeah, and he's housing people, dude. <laughs> he's housing yeah, them, taking off, slamming them, punching them. Because 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 I'm training with best team, Sarah so Longo team. Like I'm, I have. Great striking coach, Ray Longo, and then I had a good jiu-jitsu training with Metzera. So, and uh, I was I was sure, even though they, 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 those guys, Sambo guys, that's all they do. They don't work, you know, it's different. It's in USA, you gotta, if you, you gotta, you gotta make some money for living in. But my country, if you do any sport professional, you're not working. Yeah. Even they're not working. So, and that's what they do. And uh, they good too. They good and uh, but you know, but 
I, I mean, last time I did sambo, I, ten years, ten years before. Yeah. Ten years ago, but st still, even I have good training. I did, and uh, I, I took a second place from the world. That was good. <laughs> that's great. So you don't mind fighting bigger guys? See, that's where we're different. I like smaller people. Yeah. I don't want to fight anybody bigger than me. I only want to fight somebody. We're gonna smaller find and the weaker. first gym where he went with those old ladies and stuff. That's where I want to go start, train. Start small. That's true. I'm gonna put a little headband on. I'm gonna, I'm gonna look yeah. like a, a middle-aged woman. All right, well, listen, uh, Marab, it's so hard to, I'm happy to have you come in. It's, it's nice to have you come in studio. Thank you, you so much. Anytime you want to come, you're welcome to come hang. I appreciate it, man. Thank you. Um, yeah, Marab. And, and, and congratulations against Casey Kenny. You're and I can't, I can't wait to see who they give you next. Yep. I know you want, uh, uh, who did you say, O'Malley? But, yes, uh, Sean O'Malley, yeah. Sean O'Malley. But, hey, man, whoever they give you, man, you, you're over. Oh, you're entertaining as hell. The word is out about you, Marab. Thank you. And uh, I can't wait to see what's next for you, buddy. And thank, thank you. you to Nico Price too for uh, Nico for Price is in. always fun, man. He's a, he's a great guy and, and a great fighter. And um, the, uh, what, what do you want to plug, Jimmy? I guess, well, I'm going to plug Tampa. I'm going to be in Tampa Friday, Saturday doing shows. But it looks like uh, Saturday the 22nd, uh, Paul Felder against Dan Hooker is oh, finally wow. here. Uh, that is 4 p.m. the prelim start, 7 p.m. the main event. And, uh, of course, uh, Kovacavich is fighting. That's a really, really great card. And um, I think the only person we've... Uh, we haven't talked to anybody from that card, have we? Let no, but we will. No, we have not. We uh, no, Angela Hill. We spoke to uh, Angela oh, Hill. She's nice. She's very nice. Jimmy, SarahBJJ.com, if you're anywhere near Long Island. Or if you just want to call up and maybe get yourself a... Uh, a Kimura nice. Lad shirt? Yes. It's not, for, it's not Kimura Lad. Oh, I'm sorry, Kimura it's, it, I'm a fucking savage. Uh, you are. It's not Kimura Kitten. <laughs> it's not Kimura Bucko. You know who I am. But uh, I can't stay mad at you. Thank I'm you. also on Cameo. I've been doing some of those lately. Mm. It's fun. You know? They are I go fun. on there, I give a couple shout outs. I don't do them, but you know? my friend does them. Well, don't make me sound corny. No, I, just, I mean, like, Chip I like... does them. <sighs> we got a much... <laughs> I would like to see Chip have a sparring session with Marab. How do you think that would go? Chip would I use... would love to see Chip. I would love to see Marab fucking <laughs> maul Chip. Chip would use his karate. You'd be surprised. Chip does the crane like they did in Karate Kid. I'd be very surprised. Uh, I am Marab. Thank you. It's always good to have you. Thank you. And uh, all right, we'll see you guys in a few days. Bye, everybody. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply.